GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. Representing The Rock in London, artist Carl Alja will tell us about the exhibition called Regeneration in Hansard Studios Gallery in Chelsea. And we relive the stories that helped define the year just gone in our second instalment of Review 2023. What were the big stories for you? When you think of news in 2023, what springs to mind? Right, well, first, the Scouts Association brought the Bethlehem Light of Peace to Gibraltar. We'll hear from the Scouting Commissioner, Mark Rodriguez, in just a moment. But first, covering the story is our reporter, Cristina Cortez. Afternoon, Cristina. So, uh, particularly poignant this year, I mean, I suppose it always is because there are um, unfortunately always conflicts uh, unfolding across the world. But, but this year there's one very close to Bethlehem. Absolutely. And uh, the the scouting organization uh, was keen to emphasize that it has a program called Messengers for Peace to instill in its young members the wish to create a better world. And they say they've got 57 million members worldwide. And this uh, light of peace is part of that message to try and uh, be as a symbol uh, that we can live more peacefully. So it's it's an eternal flame. It's lit in the grotto of the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, and usually a scout from Austria will fly it to, to will fly to Bethlehem, pick it up in a special container. It's allowed on Austrian airlines and it's distributed to Europe and then worldwide. There's a big ceremony in Vienna, and scouts pick this up and take it back to their hometowns. One of which is, of course, Gibraltar. But this year, of course, as you mentioned, the light had a different start uh, due, uh, ironically, or perhaps especially poignantly, uh, to the ongoing war in Israel and Gaza, as the chief commissioner of the Scout Association in Gibraltar, Mark Rodriguez, explained to me. It's been a struggle this year, um, to the point that up until the last minute, nobody really knew whether the light was going to be able to sort of leave Bethlehem in a safe manner. Um, but you know that there was will uh, to have, uh, well, it was more poignant, this year to have the Bethlehem piece of light shared, especially with the uh, with the uh, conflict in in the area, and uh, it was driven across the border into Jordan, and from Jordan a flight was taken to to Vienna. So uh, it did ha- it did happen, uh, and and everybody's really thankful that it did because I think it just uh, reinforces the message more so this year with the conflict in in the Holy Land. Well, as you mentioned, it's something that uh, has particular poignancy this year. Do you think this has given it uh, added significance? We've uh, we've tried to sort of instill that in in our young in our young members uh, that that understanding. It, it's all about our scouting values as well, uh, tolerance, peace. Um, so, so I think it, it was more important for us to share that and uh, to show the world that there can be uh, peace. And harmony between between nations. It is a light for all nations, um, um, and that is what that is the message we've, that we've tried to sort of push push out this year. More more importantly, Mark Rodriguez, the scouting commissioner, talking to us about the Bethlehem Light of Peace, a story that our reporter Cristina Cortez is covering. Um, what, what else? Uh, what else, Cristina, on this? Well, just uh, the on the. The, what, what happens to the light when it arrives in, in Gibraltar. So the last leg of its trip to the rock 
Scouts travelled to Jerez to pick up the flame from the delegation there, and it was presented to the Mayor, Carmen Gomez, at City Hall, before being taken to the Cathedral of St. Mary the Crown and the Holy Trinity, and people are encouraged, there were a couple of services, people are encouraged to take the light back to their homes as well, and it will remain lit uh, in Gibraltar as a symbol until the Epiphany, with that message, of course, of light and peace. So are there a number of them that, that sort of are distributed, or is there just one? The light, I mean, the, the light is taken by the scouts from the, that light in, in Bethlehem and, and taken uh, across the world. But people are, of course, encouraged to take take it back to the, their individual churches, in, okay. the, in this case, and take it back to their homes. The, the one in Bethlehem is the one that remains lit throughout the year. The one in Gibraltar will not. And next year, it'll the process will repeat again and hopefully uh, under better circumstances. All right. And uh, you'll be editing a TV package yes. so we can see it, no? Yeah. All right, Christina Cortez, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Now, artist Carl Alger is exhibiting two pieces at an exhibition called Regeneration in London's Hansard Studios Gallery. It's an exhibition that focuses on works of art where materials have been either recycled or upscaled. And, um, and Carl said he's extremely proud to promote his hometown through his art. And um, uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, he can't join us in the studio, but he can join us on the phone line. Uh, good afternoon, to you, Carl. Uh, tell us a little yeah, bit about hello. those two pieces of work that you're exhibiting in London. Um, yeah, well, basically, they form part of the uh, Raw series that I did a couple of years ago. Um, uh, actually, my last slow, solo in 2019. Um, and um, they're all about, you know, sort of um, recycling, upcycling, uh, reusing. And that was sort of the promotion uh, or the brief, more like, of what the, the exhibition was all about. You know, that was what we were told. And um, and uh, I went out. I was contacted by well, one of the curators. There was uh, two or three of them, but one of the main ones, uh, Philippa Beal, she she who I've worked with before prior. Um, she said um, she said, look, I, I remember seeing your work, you know, from 2018, 2019. And do you have you know uh, this specific piece that she had seen online? I said, yeah, actually that one I did. Um, and um, and we, we we formed them as part of the exhibition, um, done on scrap metal. Uh, and and you know a view or both of them uh, a view featuring Gibraltar in some way or another you know um, one of them was actually on a on an old um, um, road sign uh, that I found when I went for a jog down to to Europa and um, and um, and basically I painted one of the views of, of the Lime Wall Bridge um, on there having the the erosion of the metal coming through so it was like sort of giving the the scrap metal. Uh, a new lease of life, you could say, you know. Yeah, and I suppose recycling uh, is is a an increasingly popular theme in in art at the moment uh, for environmental reasons. No? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, there was one client in them, um, well, an art lover, an art, art, art um, um, collector that came to the exhibition um, because it basically it was it was, it was like you know heaving the, the the whole time that it was open um, on the opening night. Um, opened at six and and was supposedly closed at nine. And at eight thirty, people were still like you know getting you know crowds coming in. Um, and there was this gentleman that I was talking to, and um, you know th- th- he was saying how how. The, the the piece in itself was had a life of its own and it's true you know um it, it's it's you know they can they can um if you divorce the the painting to to the background um and he, i kept getting, getting loads of questions saying you know have you done something to this background I said, look i have done absolutely nothing to that area there i decided to keep it as i found it 
uh, and then incorporated the 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 painting throughout or, or using those those abstract sort of patterns in the background um and, and that's this gentleman that i was saying referring to him you know he he was saying how how it he recognized um the one of the the red one how you recognize the red piece? Sorry, the, sure. how you recognize the um, the view from from when he had been in Gibraltar like years ago? Um, he was he must have been in his sixties, and he said that he, when he was like twenty, he had gone there with his family, and um, and he was saying, is this is this? He was he couldn't put his finger on it. I mean, he was saying he's Gibraltar or Monaco. Or something. I said yes, yeah, Gibraltar, and he said um, and it was one of the views of of sort of the um, the Moorish castle with the town coming down um, yeah, from. It, it's a, it's a beautiful piece, and I suppose it's a view Thank that you. we get um, that we get accustomed to. But it is iconic and and fairly um, dramatic, you no, know, by any account, because of how uh, dramatic the Rock of Gibraltar is, and just jutting out. No, I, I think you hit the nail on the head because I do think that we as, as Gibraltarians, even though we're very proud and we love our, our you know our, our rock and, and, and our, our you know country you know um we do take a lot of things for granted and um and this is one thing that i was chatting to someone else in the night that um i mean the other painting is a a, a painting for of the rock gibraltar from argadesa from the view from argadesa and um it was done on an old shovel uh, which i had found um i actually went to the beach uh, during uh, this was done this was uh, I found in 2018 winter, so let's say November, December time, I went down there to tr- look for driftwood and I left with a shovel. A nice and, flat surface there on the head yeah, to, yeah. to use. And, and, and basically, you know, it, it was uh, the painting of the Rock of Gibraltar was done on situ kind of thing, done on a, on a, on, on an item that was found from that view. If you, if you, you know what I mean? And, um, and it, it was interesting how, you know, that cooperation, that relationship between view and location and, and material all sort of went and joined into one. And, um, and this is something that a lot of the artists tried to do in, the, in their work, you know, uh, whether it be more abstract, there was, um, uh, well, there's, it's still running, it's still it's running until Wednesday the 13th of January, so there's still a chance if anyone's in London to go and pop around. I, I, I was going to say, wh- where in London? Chelsea, it's, no? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's off Chelsea. Yeah, um, it's very you know. Literally, if you get the Shepherd's Bush um, uh, tube stop, that's it leaves you like literally four minutes, three minutes walk from there. Nice. Um, so it's very, very central and and um, and it, it's it's a popular area. I mean, I was you know after the the exhibition, I, well, so the day before um, of the exhibition, I, I was roaming around and there was a lot of little quirky um, boutique galleries and, and exhibitions not going on. Yeah, I mean, um, it's also a fairly expensive area, no, Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, you know, I I didn't expect the success of the amount of people that were there. You know, uh, give or take the because there were thirty seven artists, but not everyone could make it. So let's say thirty. You know, twenty eight artists were there, but that was packed. It was just like it, it, you know, normally it fizzles down towards the later in the night, but um, there were people like who were left at eight, and a new crowd sort of formed at eight eight thirty. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and my idea was to go for lunch, for dinner at 8.30, and I ended up staying much, much longer. Um, but <laughs> for yeah, for, know, for was, a good reason. Something. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, um, but no, it was very popular, and and um, and it was very, it was good to meet a lot of the artists who who um, I had, you know, some were following me, others were, I was following them on, on social media, and um, it's, a, it's a different crowd to the, the, 
the artists that I would normally have have been working with in a in a group exhibition. Um, even though that I am, you know, I do consider myself a landscape artist, but um, but it it, it is it was different artists that I had hadn't worked with before, and um, and it was it was good and exciting, and, and and there were two specific that that artists that you know they've asked me to to do some projects with them in the future. So you know, it's all about that as well. You know, um, spreading the word and spreading the 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 name of Gibraltar, and 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 as an artist, you know. You're spreading your wings even more, you could say, you know. Excellent, Carl. That's um, uh, always, I suppose, good to to finally exhibit. I see how much work you put in behind the scenes uh, on your art. It must be really lovely to then um, put it out there, get that feedback, and 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 not just do that locally, uh, but but also take it abroad and 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 as you said, um, you know, feel proud about um, talking about Gibraltar and 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 what makes this place that we call home unique. Uh, with people who who might have some idea, um, as in the case of, of that gentleman you were talking about earlier, and, yeah. and others who who maybe have only seen uh, photographs or, or, or images um, elsewhere of the yeah, rock, yeah. And, and giving you an opportunity and in to to tell yeah. them a little bit more about us and and the artistic community here, and and uh, and I'm sure that you'll have done you'll you'll have enjoyed that, no. Yeah, no, no, a hundred percent. And and there were many people, uh, non-artists, you know, um, collectors and stuff like that, that were saying um, that they've been, you know, contemplating a trip down to the rock for many years. Um, but you know, in Italy, uh, France has always uh, taken uh, presidents, and I, and they've said, no, you know, you've convinced me. <laughs> so, Excellent. Uh, so, you know, and I've told them, you know, if you come down, uh, you'll have a free guide. Uh, to show them around. So no, it's, it's I think it's important, and that especially that we have a very vibrant, vibrant, um, uh, art, artistic, and um, an arts culture in Gibraltar. You know, I'm not just talking about the arts. You know, you, you know, your dance and and your your music. You know, I think that's um, your you know a drama. Um, I think that we can offer so much in the in the cultural side. Um, so so you know we, we don't we we are very uh, not we don't have to shy away from 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 what we've got. Um, and, and like I said, I mean, I've got my new series um, that I'm working on at the moment. Um, there's some little landscapes as well. There's some landscapes I'm working on. Um, but it's that is what I'm, I'm aiming for to exhibit in um, October 2024, which is my next solo. Um, had to be postponed from this year. Um, so I had moved it for, for next year. And literally, like, the last one I had was, because I get many people asking, when are you going to do your next show? You know, when are you going to do your next show? And the, the last one was um, in the Gema, where we did the um, 2019 um, solo. And um, so it has been a bit of a while. Right. I've shown a whole body of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, so so I'm looking forward. I'm working towards that, obviously. Okay. And if somebody's listening to this and uh, perhaps is uh, thinking about uh, doing a little bit more art in 2024, how can they go about repurposing materials and, and, and sort of uh, bringing them to life and, and creating something with them? Well, to be honest, I mean, I I very rarely, I personally very rarely, I do do it, but I very rarely do I buy a canvas or do I buy um, new planks of wood, um, MDF or plywood. I normally recycle um, all my all my paintings. I, I would say a safe eighty percent of my paintings are done on old boards. Um, whether not necessarily old paintings, I mean, it might just be like a a, a a scrap of of another wood or or you know one that I find lying around and. I prime it and treat it and stuff like that, but um, but I think I I mean I'm quite a, ta- a tactile artist as myself, and and I I like the you know the idea of you know getting close up to a painting and wanting to touch it and and you know 
not necessarily feel it, but 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 get those patterns or that's those those organic um, works already that exist on the board or on on metal, you know, whatever sure. that you've got um, on and coming through through your painting. Um, so, like I said, you know, you don't have to. I mean, some people that make the excuse of, "Oh, I need to go and buy this and buy that." Look, if you, if you, as long as you have yourself a, a good sketchbook, which is a foundation of any artwork or um, any sort of material like an old board or an, or an, a chipboard or a plywood, or MDF, whatever, you know, you don't really need to go out and purchase um, any any beautiful artwork can be done on anything, you know. And how, how many how many um, street artists you know we've got you know on a wall you know I'm not saying I'm not saying to encourage to paint on walls but, <laughs> but yeah, you can you can if you want you know so like I said you know you don't, you don't have to you don't have to just um, use that the 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 idea of oh I'm gonna actually work on a canvas you don't have to you know I, I can't I'm I'm not, I'm I can't remember uh, it's been a good year since the last time I did something on a canvas interesting. Um, you know, on paper, yeah. Uh, on paper, I do a lot of work, and, and on wood. Um, that those are my my main mediums that have been um, or or platforms that I've used in the last three or four years, to be honest. Excellent. Well, Carl, I could talk to you all day, but uh, we're going to go to yeah. the latest local news in a short while. Thank you ever so much for for joining us. Uh, in short, how are you feeling about your art for twenty twenty four? Uh, exciting there's three uh, different projects well one of them is my solo in october and there's two other ones which is uh, still under wraps but will come out very very soon so um yeah exciting times <laughs> all right <laughs> is that enough <laughs> <laughs> perfect right. thank you very much thank Th- you thank you artist carl alger um who's exhibiting in london uh, regeneration is the name of that exhibition it's in hansard studios gallery and you can still check it out if you're in chelsea gibraltar today with jonathan scott The 1st of May brought the traditional union rally at the piazza. Landing in the middle of a bank holiday weekend, it was mostly attended by Morrison's workers who'd been on strike for three months. Unite the Union's Gillian Burkett said an independently commissioned report showed the Gibraltar government was able to fund a cost-of-living increase for public sector workers. It followed a ballot of 2,000 members overwhelmingly giving the union a mandate for industrial action if there was no agreement with government. There were royal celebrations as King Charles III was crowned. The Royal Gibraltar Regiment led a tri-service march on Main Street, ending with a parade at Convent Place. Schools celebrated the coronation with a day of fun-filled activities. From performance and crafts to the burying of a time capsule, youngsters learnt about the coronation of King Charles through interactive learning. We're excited to see the king coronated. The king, he's really special. We've been like, doing art. I think there's going to be some great stuff in there. The coronation ceremony itself was watched by millions of people worldwide. In Gibraltar, viewers gathered in Casemate Square to watch GBC's live coverage on the big screen. The Royal Gibraltar Regiment fired a 21-gun salute from the naval base. Members of the regiment also took part in the King's procession to Westminster Abbey.
Tributes were paid to Ernest Brito, the former government minister, died aged 79. Mr Brito served in the GSD administration from 1996 to 2011, with responsibilities including health, the environment and sports. He was one of the ministers that I would always confer with, even in respect of matters that were not his ministerial responsibility. He was extraordinarily experienced in life. Around 200 marched on Main Street, calling for the remaining sections of the Disability Act to be enacted. The demonstration was organised by a group calling itself We Are One Voice. The group also called for a revision of the Disability Act to closer align it with the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. When it comes down to the disability rights here in Gibraltar, the Disability Act of 2017 is... Um, falling very short of what should be legislation in our modern day. The health authority and elderly residential services were conferred the freedom of the city. The ceremony highlighted the personal sacrifices made during the pandemic and how health and care workers had put themselves and their families at risk and how they had put their lives on hold to put the community first. This period in our careers will forever remain vivid as we continue to adapt and innovate. Parliament heard that Brexit had cost the health authority nearly £600,000 in ambulance transfers in the previous two years alone. This was because GHA staff did not have work permits to drive ambulances in Spain unless it was an emergency. The government had to establish contracts with three ambulance providers in Spain and use them for non-emergency patient transfers. At sea, customs retrieved 53 bales of cannabis with a street value of around £9 million. Collector of customs John Bayer said this was a significant seizure of drugs and a testament to customs' work disrupting drug networks. Any hopes Gibraltar had of getting a UK-EU treaty before the summer were dashed as Spain called a general election. It was a tactical move by the Spanish Premier Pedro Sánchez following a poor result for his Socialist Party in the municipal elections. The European Commission will not agree a treaty with the United Kingdom in relation to Gibraltar if that treaty does not pass muster with the uh, Spanish government of the day uh, when that treaty is going to be finalised. The electoral gamble paid off just about. Pedro Sanchez would eventually form government later in the year. Also in May, GBC ran an exclusive interview with George R.R. R. Martin, the author of Game of Thrones, on his using Gibraltar as an inspiration for his novels. Stained glass windows were unveiled in the House of Commons, bearing the coats of arms of all 16 overseas territories. And the Strait of Gibraltar Association raised over £17,000 for a number of charities with a camel trek along the Atlantic coastline. In June, Ian McGrail was found not guilty of sexual assault. The former commissioner of police had been accused of sexually assaulting a female officer in 2018. Mr McGrail had maintained his innocence throughout the trial. 
The court verdict prompted a political exchange between government and opposition. The GST questioned the chief minister's involvement in allegations against the former commissioner of police. But Fabian Picardo hit back, saying there were no accusations of wrongdoing against him in the McGrill inquiry. The chief minister said that conspiracy theories were not accusations of wrongdoing. I have never before seen an opposition politician seek to actually hijack an issue in the way that Keith Asopaldi is trying to hijack it for party political gain. The law does not require letters of assurance to be signed, let alone by the chief minister, because the law already makes clear what whistleblower protections are. Marlene Hassan Naon confirmed that she would not contest the next general election. The Together Gibraltar leader said she had a heavy heart. Please know that I will continue to advocate for positive change and to support those who are working to make Gibraltar a better place. A vulnerable 55-year-old man died after claiming he had taken a significant amount of drugs and after being tasered by police. The Royal Gibraltar Police said officers restrained the man who had been threatening to self-harm with a knife. The man was taken to St. Bernard's Hospital but died there. A coroner's officer was appointed to investigate the death. Acceptance, not tolerance. That was the message as hundreds marched up Main Street for Gibraltar Pride with a giant rainbow flag. It's so important to show them in their own home that they do belong here. It's my first Pride and I never thought as a child I'd be able to walk around freely in a crop top and heels. Even if you don't know them all that well, you're all together as like a big community. We're all different, but we were all equal as long as we have the same equal playing fields, and that's what we want. The Gibraltar LGBTQ Plus Committee told GBC there had been amazing support from all political parties, as well as the public. Actress and author Garmin Gomez was invested as mayor of Gibraltar. She took over from Christian Santos, who said his time as mayor had been life-changing. Ms. Gomez said it was a very proud moment for her and the start of a chapter that would be the most important in her life. I'm thrilled because everybody seems to be thrilled with me. And I think if I have their, their support, I'm, I'm going to do nice things. <laughs> Speaking out for the first time in six years to GBC, Carolina Lishman's sister, Doris Murray, renewed the call for an independent inquiry into the way the director of public prosecution managed her sister's case. Carolina was stabbed 12 times. Her husband, Real Lishman, served four years in prison for killing her. Doris Murray also called for the Admissions and Disciplinary Committee to publish its findings on their complaint against Christian Roca. We have sent them numerous, sort of asking for an update, what's going on. Not even a reply, let alone a decision, not even the courtesy of we're still working on it, could be another six months just to give us an idea. So we just feel like we're sitting here and that once again, a door has just been slammed in our face. A week later, the Admissions and Disciplinary Committee published its findings, rejecting allegations of professional misconduct against the Director of Public Prosecutions. The Justice for Carolina Group again called for action, saying one and a half years had now passed since a petition had been presented with over 5,000 signatures demanding an independent inquiry into Real Lishman's prosecution. 
The chief minister told the United Nations Committee of 24 that Gibraltar sought a treaty that would honour its unique history and position, and one that would not compromise one iota of its sovereignty. Speaking in New York, Fabian Picardo said Gibraltar is for the Gibraltarians. But through every tribulation, through every uncertainty, there has remained one constant. The indomitable will of the Gibraltarians to determine our own destiny, to shape our own future, to hold fast to our chosen, desired and cherished sovereignty and identity. Westside Comprehensive School head teacher Michelle Baravish retired after 43 years in education. Miss Baravish oversaw the transition into a new school building for Westside. She heralded in co-education there, managed the realignment of key stages and managed the school during the pandemic. We have benefited greatly from the co-ed system and I'm very happy with the way in which we transitioned. The former head teacher of St Bernard's Lower Primary School, Sonia Montiel-Lopez, took over and said she was excited to do so. Also in June, nearly £60,000 was raised by the Relay for Life in aid of Cancer Relief Gibraltar. GBC launched its summer camp for kids aged between 10 and 14. And the first ever Duke of Edinburgh International Award Certificates were presented in Morocco. July saw the Supreme Court hand down a landmark judgment. Under the Proceeds of Crime Act, the Serra family had around £2 million worth of property seized due to links to organised crime. It was believed to be the highest value of assets sought by the Crown in a civil case locally. At the centre of it was 49-year-old Clint Serra, who was wanted by Spanish authorities in connection with smuggling cannabis from Morocco to Spain. The judgment followed a lengthy investigation by the police's money laundering unit into the assets of the suspected drug trafficker and his family. A receiver was appointed and real estate properties were to be sold with the funds placed into a newly incorporated Gibraltar Recovery Assets Fund. News that there was going to be a Gibraltar Rocks music festival began to filter through. However, concern was expressed about the event's affiliation with Workers of England Union, an organisation that advocacy group Hope Not Hate said has links to far-right groups. Workers of England Union rejected that, but the event organisers later broke its ties and removed the logo from its posters. The government then confirmed it would not allow the use of its premises for the event and the entertainment licence would not be issued. The event was cancelled, with organisers promising to refund everyone who had purchased tickets. The Chief Minister told the House of Commons European Scrutiny Committee one issue remained in treaty negotiations where it's difficult to strip out sovereignty. Fabian Picardo took questions on the state of negotiations on post-Brexit border and trade arrangements for Gibraltar. Mr Picardo would not be drawn on details but said talks were paused because of Spanish elections and not due to issues relating to the Gibraltar airport. He reiterated there would be no concessions on sovereignty, jurisdiction or control but admitted a referendum could be necessary if a treaty changed the balance of the way things are done in Gibraltar. Uh, But there are, of course, issues which relate to sovereignty. And what we need to do is we need to strip out those issues to ensure that when we resolve them, we resolve them in a way that does not touch and concern sovereignty. Mr Picardo described the relationship between La Linea and Gibraltar as symbiotic and stressed the hard work being done on all sides to achieve a treaty. Despite that, he said work on a non-negotiated outcome also continued. 
In the Chief Minister's budget, there was to be no cost of living increase for public sector workers. But those earning under £100,000 would receive a tax-free lump sum of between £600 and £1,200 to be paid out in September. The 2% increase in income tax introduced the previous year was halved. I've spent hours with members of Unite, the GGCA and NASUWT, working out how we could give something to help those in the public sector with the cost of living issues that they're facing in a way that didn't create a problem for recurrent expenditure. The minimum wage went up at the rate of inflation by 50p to £8.60 per hour. The state pension and disability benefit also went up by 7% and government occupational pensions by 2%. Sponsored patients and student maintenance grants went up by 15%. Import duty was abolished on bicycles, bike parts, gym and exercise equipment. For the leader of the opposition, the budget was built on a hopeless fiction. Keith Asabardi said the projected surplus was based on unrealistic figures and the temporary tax increase. When you've got a 2.5 budget surplus, a prospective budget surplus, but you've undercut, you've underrepresented figures in the health budget, for example, that you know really are not realistic. So, for example, uh, it's built on the hopeless fiction. There were two more arrests linked to the McGrail inquiry that was looking at the circumstances surrounding the former commissioner of police's early retirement. A serving police officer was arrested at the police station on suspicion of attempting to pervert the course of justice. The RGP said his arrest related to an allegedly false statement that was made in November 2022 in connection to an incident in 2015. On the same day, a former police officer was also arrested. They were suspected of forging evidence against Ian McGrail. Later in July, GBC was given the go-ahead to broadcast the main hearings in the public inquiry, which at the time were scheduled to start in September. Inquiry chairman Sir Peter Openshaw said the conditions would need to be clearly defined, but that there had been constructive representations made by the broadcaster on the basis of open justice and transparency. Gibraltar's athletes performed well at the NatWest International Island Games in Guernsey, bringing home a total of 16 medals, three golds, three silvers and ten bronzes. Among the best performers were swimmer Asia Kent, who took gold in the 200-metre breaststroke, and cyclist Olivia Lett, who won individual and team golds. Nearly a year after it ran aground in Gibraltar's waters, the OS-35 bulk carrier was no longer an eyesore on the horizon for residents of Catlin Bay. The pieces of the wreck were refloated and loaded onto a submersible. After a small hiatus due to bad weather, the wreckage made its final voyage to Amsterdam. We started planning for this in detail from the beginning of May. So it's taken a number of weeks for our plan to be put in place, the contractor's plan to be put in place and integrated. A very close election in Spain saw a hung parliament with neither the Partido Popular nor the PSOE securing a majority. The Pepe got the highest number of votes at 136 seats, falling short of the number needed to govern. The Pepe's potential ally, the far-right Vox Party, had a bad night, losing 19 seats. The incumbent PSOE secured 122 seats. This was to kick off a series of negotiations between parties to form alliances and attempt to secure enough seats to govern. 
and the longest-lasting industrial action in Unite Gibraltar's history came to an end. After six months, the union's members at Morrison's accepted a new pay offer by the supermarket. Unite said the deal would grant pay increases of up to 7.4%. We have uh, conducted, like I said, a ballot and uh, with a participation of 97% of our members in which 76% of our members have voted in acceptance of the pay offer. Also in July, photographer Neil Wilson won photo of the decade in an exhibition telling the story of the Gibraltar Football Association's 10 years of UEFA membership. The Calentita Food Festival returned after a four-year break. And a production by the Gibraltar Academy of Music and Performing Arts scooped two awards at the UK's National Drama Festival. Just days after the OS35 saga was over, the 1st of August brought fresh drama to Gibraltar's shores. Camp Bay, Little Bay and Rosier Bay were closed for bathing after a major oil spill. The tanks from the vessel Gas Venus overflowed while it was taking bunkers from the barge Hercules 500. The captain misrepresented the quantity uh, that he estimated had uh, gone over the side. Uh, as we do in these circumstances, we automatically put into effect our contingency plan. We notify all the agencies. Volunteers from the Nautilus Project and other organisations joined the Port Authority contractors to clean up at Rosier Bay, the worst hit area. The operator of the gas Venus paid £1.5 million to cover the cost of the cleanup, and the tanker's captain, Kim Sang Siob, was fined £20,000. Ian McGrail was cleared of all criminal offences. In a statement, the Royal Gibraltar Police said its former commissioner had been released from bail regarding suspected misconduct in public office and unlawful obtaining of personal data. He had already been released from arrest for the suspicion of conspiracy to obtain unauthorised access to computer material in connection with a serious data breach relating to the public inquiry. His lawyer, Charles Gomez, said Mr McGrail was eager for the public inquiry to take its course and remained positive and confident. Only days later, it was confirmed that the main hearings in the McGrail inquiry would be delayed and would not take place in September as planned. Chairman Sir Peter Openshaw said it was unsafe to proceed in September or October. He said there was a risk of jeopardising an ongoing criminal investigation concerning allegations that witnesses may have received incentives for providing evidence to the inquiry. And later in the month, three more men, a serving police officer and two former officers were arrested on suspicion of conspiracy to pervert the course of justice in relation to false accounts that were given against former Commissioner Ian McGrail and another RGP officer following an incident in 2015. And in a related matter, the Supreme Court heard an application for disclosure of documents related to the Noli Prosequi entered in the case of three men charged with conspiracy to defraud. In other news, police searching a small area of the Town Range car park were unable to find any trace of Simon Parks. The sailor went missing in 1986. His body has never been found. Although UK students saw a dip in A-level grades, Gibraltar's broke that trend with good results. There was a 93% pass rate across Bayside, Westside and the college, with 13 Gibraltar scholars. 
Also in August, 700 bikers rode through Gibraltar's streets for the Harley-Davidson rally, with visitors from all over Spain and some even riding all the way from Poland. Fun, teamwork, spectacular sinkings and fundraising for charity at the cardboard boat race at Ocean Village. And an unusual visitor on the rock, a greater spotted woodpecker was seen by Paul Rocker of the Rasta Birding Group by the North Front Cemetery. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.